Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Creative Pod. This is episode five, and I'm your host, Bridget. And I hope you guys had an amazing Fourth of July weekend. It goes by so, so fast. And all of a sudden, I was like back into work mode and having to fulfill orders that came in from over the weekend and also create a podcast and and come up with ideas for the podcast and just all of a sudden just jump right back into life and it's like the it's just every holiday weekend goes by so quickly but we honestly had a great weekend we had no cell phone service which is very hard for people who run their own businesses you, uh, it's kind of hard to just walk away and step away and not even have access to your emails or anything. So yeah, just had to come back to lots of emails, lots of uh, exciting things in the works and just getting back to it. So um, again, going on this exciting note, I would love to talk today about how I got a bestseller um, on a platform which today's platform is going to be pretty much about Etsy. Um, That seems to be the most relatable platform um, around right now. But how I received a bestseller on Etsy in less than one month. My mind was blown when I saw this. Um, I had seen bestsellers online, but I had no idea how you became one. I was for sure just convinced that it was the items that were most bought, the items that were best reviewed, um, the items that were most clicked on, or they had been around for a very, very, very long time. And then one day, my item that I, I mean, I definitely, it was the most sold and bought item out of my store, but it had a bestseller tag on it. And you don't really get any kind of heads up. You don't get a notification. You don't get any kind of, you know, hey, this is congratulations. What you did is great. And we are giving it a bestseller tag. It just, I hope I just so happened to click on my store and there was a bestseller. So again, very excited. Um, But I really wanted to dive into like, how did I get this? What, why? My whole way of thinking was obviously flipped upside down because that was not how I thought you got bestsellers. Was just by doing what I'm going to tell you that I did. So really don't take this 100% in stone and writing. Like I'm just letting you know what I did my first month to receive a bestseller on an item. And again, this, this is what this podcast is all about. I'm here to help you guys and you're here to help us. We're all here. We're one big team and honestly make each other all successful and have a good business to run. So First thing I want to talk about, um, I've mentioned on other podcasts, is obviously your picture. I had a pretty boring picture. I mean, it, it so my item that I got a bestseller on were um, vinyl decal stickers. A lot of people use them on tumblers for um, bachelorette parties, for birthday parties, for um, a kid's cup. Pretty much you, I just type in a name into my Cricut program. Um, I have a couple fonts that I use. The customer gets to pick out the color they would like. It's a real simple process, which I'll go into more detail in a little bit. But um, yeah, so it's just a vinyl decal sticker. So I have my picture is essentially just 
several names that I had printed out. Um, and I also did like titles, bride, bridesmaid, groom, groomsman, mother of the bride, mother of the groom. Um, and I just pretty much took pictures, did my editing, like I had talked back in other episodes. And the only thing I had done differently was in this picture, along with my logo, I made like a little hot pink circle at the top. And I put in the circle, um, free shipping. Because essentially these little decals can be mailed in an envelope with a stamp, you know, and I just add that cost of the stamp in the envelope to my item. No big deal. Plus, I'm always getting told from emails from Etsy that people love free shipping. And it's true. I love free shipping. It definitely will entice me over having to pay for shipping if it's essentially the same product. So, yeah, I had a free shipping circle in the corner. And that's all there is on my photos that I did anything different. Next thing I did was um, I made the purchasing process as simple as could be because there's a lot of other competitors out there that, you know, they offer 20 different fonts that you can choose from. They offer hundreds of colors that you can choose from. And to be honest, when someone is new to Etsy or any platform at that matter, they can already be a little overwhelmed. So I try to make their ordering process as easy as possible. I don't let them choose a font. It's pretty much that font and that's what you get. Now, of course, I have people messaging me asking if I have any other font options and if, um, you know, if there's a more manly font or I just had someone ask for a Game of Thrones um, font. So, you know, there, there are people that do that. But at the end of the day, my item is selling. It's on the bestseller and I didn't give them options. And that seems to, in my opinion, work out better. So um, I give them about, it's like 15, I would say, color options. And they're your pretty standard, your gold, silver, black, pink. Um, and yeah, and honestly, 80% of my orders are gold. So you could probably even offer a little bit less color options if you wanted to, just to conserve how much inventory you have to have. But yeah, so I literally give them no font options. It is just color options, and then the quantity. So if there's a way that you can go in and kind of tweak your products and maybe don't offer as much variation to where, you know, they're picking out the size of a shirt plus a color of a vinyl plus, you know, um, do they want it personalized? Like that, that just, that can be overwhelming to some people. Maybe only offer black and white shirt. That's it. Don't offer 30 shirts or only, or don't, let them choose a shirt color, but not a vinyl color. Be like, this is what it is. Because honestly, I just, I feel like based on my experience that the more choices they have, a, that's just one extra step in the ordering process that can make them decide not to do it. They get a little overwhelmed and they're like, you know what? I'll just, I'll figure something else out. Now, of course, that's not every single customer, but I just, I feel like that more so than not, you know, that's where you're going to have people kind of on the fence of buying your item. Also, if, if you notice that you have a lot of people messaging you saying, you know, I, I see that you have a quantity of 10, but I need 11. Or, um, you know, it's asking specific questions about your listings and how to order. It's probably a little confusing. 
And don't just sit there and think that, you know, this so-and-so just doesn't know what they're doing. You need to make it to where, you know, someone who has never used Etsy, we all know we're pros out here, the people that run the shops on how to use the platform, but they're people that are actually your customers are not. They are not on that website every single day, you know, dealing with the ins and outs of the website. So really make sure that it's easy, concise, and, and your customers should have no problem ordering. Um, the next thing that I did that um, was definitely, it you know, it takes some time to realize. And I had, again, had my listing up for 30 days at least when I um, did the research for this. And I went to my um, stats for the item. And I don't know if, if you guys don't know about that. You can definitely let me know and I can do a more in-depth episode on how to figure out your statistics on your um, specific listings, but you can do a listing search and do your specific stats on Etsy. It is free. It's with your, um, you know, having a shop with them and pretty much you can look at, you know, what days are you getting orders? Um, what keywords or search terms are being used to find your orders? And, um, you know, this is, this is really important information. I essentially saw that almost all of my orders for this listing were coming in Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So what do you do with this information? I realized that, you know, if I was going to be doing promoted listings, which is a marketing um, step on Etsy's end, that I was only going to run it Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I mean, that makes the most sense. That's when all my orders are coming in. That's when all my buyers are on Etsy. You know, they're trying to figure out, you know, whatever, the, you know, if it's for a wedding, maybe it's like, hey, we're, we have time to think about what we need for the wedding and it's the weekend. And so I need to make sure that my listing is being viewed as many times as possible during those target days. So Saturday, Sunday, and Monday were by far, you know, I had, one or two orders, you know, a day, every other day. But my big day orders where I was getting, you know, nine to 20 orders a day were Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Now, also, you can even run a sale on that day. Let's say that, you know, you, you start, you know, keep records of everything. Make sure you're going back and looking at the success of each sale. If you run a sale Tuesday to Friday, maybe to try to boost sales for those days. That's an option. But also, you know, you know, you have buyers coming to the Etsy platform, searching for your item on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, make sure you do whatever you can to get your product seen. Now, the best way, in my opinion, you know, especially if you are a new um, seller and it, this can be very, very, very intimidating. And I plan to go in and do a very more in-depth episode on how to use promoted listings within Etsy. Because again, that is one of the, you know, the bigger issues or bigger questions that people kind of don't understand if it's worth the time and the energy and the money to do. But I will say that pretty much the whole first month of that product being on Etsy, it was on promoted listings. Now, that doesn't mean that every single day, you know, that it was on and it was live, but I did start to notice that it was a popular item. 
And I noticed that when I turned on promoted listings, I got more views, more clicks, and more revenue. So these are just some of the numbers from this specific listing I went ahead and wrote down to share with you guys. So this listing, um, in it was 28 days, I think it was. In 28 days, it had 20,408 impressions. And pretty much impressions with Etsy just mean that it was seen either by somebody scrolling through their phone or scrolling on the website, but it technically made eye contact with a customer over 20,000 times in 28 days. And then I had 264 clicks. Now that is based on advertising clicks. So it wasn't clicks in total. It was promoted listing clicks. So I had, um, you know, 264 clicks where it said add on my item out of those 20,000 um, impressions, 264 people clicked on it. So I had a cost of $159.69. And let's do the average on that. Um, but my income was $322.87. That is how much I made off of my promoted listing. That is not how much my item made in total. It was just on the creative listings or on the promoted listings, sorry. So, you know, really take some time and see if it's worth investing, um, you know, $5 a day or, or for example, if you know your customers are coming Saturday, Sunday, Monday, go ahead and try it. Put $5 out, do it on, you know, Saturday. And then if by Saturday afternoon, you've already spent your $5 and you have nothing to show for it. No sales, no orders. Like you don't have to keep on going. Don't, in, don't enhance it. You don't have to then put in 10 or 15. But at the same time, if you put in $5 for that day and then you get five sales and you've now made $25 that day, I would definitely recommend putting in $10. You can change it at any point that day and it automatically will count for that day. So if by 12 o'clock, you know, it's lunchtime and you've already profited $20 off doing promoted listings, add another 10 in there. And so, I mean, definitely make sure it's making sense for your business and not every single day you might not see the crazy sales that you're expecting, but you're getting more views, you're getting more clicks, which again will result in a bestseller on Etsy, which is going to do nothing but help your store out. It's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. And um, again, you know, positive reviews. I, I only had a couple reviews at the time when this happened, but I had positive reviews. I had people getting their items on time and they were, you know, doing five stars. And I would also, you know, put in my... Um, envelope that I sent to them, I would always do a handwritten little note saying, please, thank you. So, or thank you so much for your order. Please take the time to review your experience with our shop. We'd love to hear from you. And um, some people even give, the, you know, customers coupon codes for their next purchase. Whatever you can do to go that extra, you know, step to where they will go back and they will, you know, give you a positive review to where People will read those and be like, you know what? I think I can trust this store. So yeah, so th those are just a couple of things that I personally did that I, you know, I didn't know were maybe 
positive ways that you could become a bestseller on Etsy. I don't know 100% if these are all going to work for everybody, but I know these are what I did. This is what um, worked for me. And I really hope that you learned something from this and that this will work for you. And please make sure to check out the podcast um, blog. It's the Creative Pod blog. I'd love for you to, you know, find the other links and find more information on what all it takes to have a bestseller on Etsy in less than one month. And also please make sure to give um, this podcast a five-star review. I would really, really, really appreciate it. The more views and listens and shares um, that we get, it really goes a long way. And I would love um, nothing more to be able to continue this with you guys and make sure that we are all successful on uh, whatever platform we are selling on. So um, I really hope that you enjoyed this. And you go create something awesome. Have a great one.